Welcome to the White Coat Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Certified Coach Paula White, MD. If you're a physician in academic medicine looking for skills to understand and take control of your experiences, both in work and out, this is a great place to start. Hey, quick forward about today's episode. I generally record in my closet. I am home alone this weekend and I need to get this recording done and my dogs are in a very barky mood. So you'll hear me apologize a couple times along the way. I just can't make the dogs stop barking when I'm recording and that's the way it is. So dogs are making a cameo today. Here we go. Hey friends, welcome back. Thanks for joining me again today. Um, just a little bit of update. Last week, I know I talked about breaking my wrist and a little bit of the uncertainty of what's gonna happen next. So the latest update, I got the um, first cast off, got x-rays. Everything seems to be healing well so far, which means I'm back in a cast for another week and then get it off and have another set of x-rays after that. And at that point, it'll be the final decision of surgery versus continued being in a cast. There are some positives and negatives to either scenario. So we're just going to see. Of course, while I'm recording this, I don't know what's going to happen. But those of you who know me in real life, when you're listening to this, you do know what happened because I record a couple of weeks ahead. Anyway, we shall see. So as per the title, today's topic is whether we should lean in or lean out at work. The reason I bring this up is because I know it's a source of burnout. For those of us in academic medicine, we faced tremendous pressure to push ourselves, climb the ladder, get promoted, get published gain recognition at the local, national, or international level. All the messaging all the time is you should lean in. When I'm mentoring, I generally do tell people to lean in. When you're new in your career, that's how you get doors opened to you. If you say yes to everything at the beginning, then you have all your options available. Later on, when you're mid or late career, you can become a little bit more selective. And the things that don't really fill your cup you get to pass along to now your junior colleagues and help them in their advancement. I do know that there's also a counter movement, people saying you should lean out at work, but the supposition behind that counter movement is that work can't be your primary source of fulfillment. And that's not necessarily true. Now, I'm not saying that it has to be either, but it's possible. There are some people who may find that they get more enjoyment and fulfillment out of their career than they do their family, their hobbies, or anything else. And that's okay. While we may or may not want to lean in at work, we probably do need to be leaning into something. Taking on new challenges is what drives our personal growth and pushes us to evolve as better human beings. But it could be your job, it could be a hobby, it could be your family, it could be anything. So anyway, my mentoring advice is to lean in at work. But as you know, in coaching, we don't give advice. We just teach you how to figure it out on your own. Here are some of the initial steps that you can take when you're trying to decide whether you want to lean in or lean out for a work-related thing. The first thing I want to do is introduce a little more nuance to a concept that I've previously discussed. It's very important that we understand that the reason we want anything is because of how we think it's going to make us feel. Think back to the example of the cinnamon roll. It's not the thing itself. It's not the cinnamon roll that makes you want it. It's your thought about the thing. So if you think the cinnamon roll is going to taste delicious, that's why you want it. 
it's because of the way you think it's going to make you feel. You think that you're going to get the pleasure of enjoying something that tastes good. But again, someone who'd had food poisoning from a cinnamon roll, they're not going to think the same thing as you. They're not going to want the cinnamon roll. That cinnamon roll is the same cinnamon roll no matter what each person thinks about it. So it's not the thing. It's what you're making it mean. This concept is really fundamental to understanding motivation. So keeping that in mind, the next thing you want to do is think through your reasons and find out whether your reasons are for you or for someone else. The reason this is important, remembering that the only reason we want anything is because of how we think it's going to make us feel. If your reason for wanting to do or accomplish something is because of how you think it's going to make someone else feel, that's futile. We don't get to control other people's thoughts or emotions. Sorry, you're going to hear dogs barking in the background. There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> so we may think we have a very good idea of how someone might feel in response to something that we've done, but we don't really know. And if you're relying on your actions, making someone else feel a certain way so that you can feel a certain way, you're never in control. Here's an example of how I almost fell into this trap. When I was finishing my residency, there was a subspecialty that was sort of encouraging me to pursue that subspecialty. I really gave it serious consideration it took me a while, though, before I figured out why I was giving it such serious consideration. Now, back then, I didn't have the tools that I have now or any of the knowledge about coaching or reasons or things like that. I just thought, oh, maybe I should do this because they think I should do it. But when I really sat and thought through it, I realized that the reason I wanted to do it is because I was flattered by their confidence in me and I wanted to be liked and I wanted to be part of what I felt like was an exclusive club, I wanted them to continue being proud of me. Once I realized that and realized that it also would mean giving up half of the job that I truly love, it was a no-brainer. And I went on to become an academic generalist and couldn't be happier. But you can see how you can fall into that trap of wanting to do something for someone else's reasons or someone else's thoughts or feelings, but I couldn't control how would they would think about me, whether I did the thing or not, they may or may not have continued to be proud of me. They may or may not have included me and made me feel like I belonged. We just don't know. Okay, so once you know that your reasons are for you, the next thing you have to do is be very clear what your goal is and what it means to you when you accomplish it. Okay, example from me. This is a non-medical example. Um, years ago, probably like 10 years ago, I picked up running and a couple years in, I decided I was going to run a half marathon. I thought that my goal was to complete a half marathon. And I thought that the feeling I would get from this was proud. Now, again, this is pre-coaching. I didn't really know these tools. I didn't really know any of this was happening, but I know now looking back retrospectively that that's, that's what I thought was my primary motivation. Just do this. I'll feel proud of myself but it wasn't. The thing is, I didn't do the work because I didn't know how to be really specific with myself. I had told myself this story, complete this half marathon, you will feel proud. Even though there was kind of always this little nagging feeling in the background of, but will that really be enough? 
whenever it sort of crept in, I'd be like, no, 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 I'm sure it'll be, everything will be different once I actually achieve this. So what happened was I completed the half marathon. It was the first time I'd ever done it. My time was very slow in comparison to other people in my general class. And I was very embarrassed and disappointed. So the reason that this happened, the reason I was embarrassed and disappointed by something that I thought was going to make me proud was if I had really done the work and if I had really dug into that and not ignored that little nagging feeling that, you know, I'm sure if I just do this, it'll all be okay. What was really going on, the the story I had really truly going on was if I finish a half marathon under a certain time, I can be proud. And because that didn't happen, I wasn't allowed to be proud of myself. I had to feel embarrassed. I had to feel like it wasn't worth celebrating. And if I had known that, that this was my story, then I could have spent some time figuring out, well, knowing that that's what I'm thinking, and this is this still something I want to do. And if I did, then I probably would have worked on changing my thoughts about it. But I hadn't done that at the time. You can definitely apply this to something that you're thinking about in your career. If you're thinking through, yeah, I think I want to do this thing, but you have that little nagging feeling in the back of your mind that maybe it's not going to make you feel the way you think it is. You need to listen to that voice. You need to write it all out. You need to figure out what actually is going on in your inner story and then decide, is that a story you want to pursue or not? Okay, last thing, and this is related to the deciding whether you want to pursue that story or not. You have to figure out whether you like your reasons. The way you do that, and we've talked about this before, is you ask yourself, does this support my sense of self? Does it mesh with my personal value system? If the answer is a resounding yes, great, no problem. If it's sort of middling, you can ask more about, is this something that I need to do to achieve a bigger goal? So maybe this particular step isn't one that totally excites me, but it's part of the overall pathway. If so, that's kind of where you can work on your thoughts, not the I have to, but the I'm going to, and then it makes it a little bit more palatable for you. If the answer, does this support my sense of self, does this mesh with my personal value system, is more of a no, well, now you know. And it's really good to know that ahead of time because that makes you decide, this is not for me. And it doesn't matter whether your decision will make other people disappointed or think that you should be doing something different, even though it really feels like it matters. It doesn't, because the only thing that matters is what you think about you. And again, I know I keep hammering this in, but it's so important. We don't control what other people think of us. And so it's, it's not a good use of your energy to rely on that. Okay, so here's one piece of bad news about goals and accomplishments. Most of us deep down think that accomplishments or achievements are going to somehow change who we are. And then we get there and we accomplish the thing. And you might be really proud of it if you had figured out your inner story and you knew exactly what you were doing and why. You might be proud of it. But then when the excitement of that wears off, sometimes there's a little, huh, 
I thought things would be different. So my personal example of this is when I was promoted to full professor. I never knew it, but I think somewhere in the back of my mind, I thought, well, if I can achieve that, then, you know, I'll be perfect and I won't make silly mistakes and I won't send emails with typos in them and I won't submit a manuscript with, you know, something wrong in it. But of course, this thing still happened because I'm still the same human person that I was before. And that's also really okay. It's just having that expectation that you may feel proud or happy or whatever about the accomplishment itself, but you're still exactly the same person at the end. And here's the best news. You get to decide how you wanna feel no matter what you are or aren't doing. If you wanna feel a certain way, you can just decide to feel that way. You can adjust and manage your thoughts to create exactly that, regardless of what things you are leaning into or not. All right, thanks for joining me today. Next week, we're gonna delve into getting to that thought of creating the feeling you want, whether you do or do not do the thing. Sorry again for the barking dogs. Have a great week, everyone. Opinions or views on this podcast or on my website are my own and should not be attributed to my employer.